0: Welcome to the podcast. It is Pat and Stu in for Glenn today. Pat Gray, of course, from Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Podcast available now, five days a week. Don't miss it. Subscribe now. And click over to Stu Does America as well. It's available five days a week. We are uh, in this week for Glenn. Today, we had a lot to talk about, honestly. We had the um, the shootings over the weekend. Um, and I don't necessarily just mean the mass shooting at the July 4th parade, which was obviously terrible, but also the much Higher numbers that actually happened Right down the street in Chicago That no one is reporting on We'll get into that today A new pol- uh, police shooting Of an unarmed black man Well, leaving out a few details We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that uh, A bunch of celebrities came out And said they hated the country on July 4th uh, We'll give you a little rundown of them And we got a nice op-ed from Mitt Romney I know Pat really Oh, wasn't that wonderful? It really was, yeah Wonderful
1: it Made me feel warm
0: yeah. inside uh, And uh, shockingly enough Yes, I'm going to say it again. A new low for Joe Biden in his approval rating. We'll get into that as well. And don't forget, if you are, uh, I got a great reaction to this over the weekend. But if you are looking for a way to to show your support for the overturning of Roe versus Wade on the pro life side of the argument, you can get the six twenty four twenty two shirt. That's the date that it happened. Six twenty four twenty two. They want you to talk about January sixth constantly. I want to talk about 62422 and where we go from here. That's available at studoesmerch.com. And we have a new power hour coming up on Friday. If you've never been part of a Studios America power hour, it's going to be insane. We have a live audience coming in. Chad Prather is going to be there, Sarah Gonzalez, Alex Stein, Andrew Heaton, uh, my wife, Lisa Page, on maybe to keep me in line. She'll be there as well. YouTube.com slash Studos America. Go there and subscribe. And you can get the Pat Gray uh, Unleashed program on YouTube as well. Go search for Pat Gray Unleashed on YouTube. All that is to set up the podcast for today. And here it is. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. If you've just gone through the past couple of years, you might think to yourself, I want to get out of this terrible blue state that I'm in and go somewhere where freedom is valued a little bit. Maybe you're one of those people. There's been hundreds of thousands of them that have moved from places like California and New York to uh, greener pastures in places that care about your rights a little bit. And if you are one of those people, you're going to need a real estate agent when you get there. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a company that Glenn started several years ago to make sure that he could find the best agent in your area. These are people who are screened. They are checked out. They have the best performance ratings in their area. And a lot of times they're fans of the show. They're people that share your values as well. So check it out. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Whether you're buying a home or you're selling a home, you're probably gonna have to do both of them. If you're moving across the country, uh, Go with realestateagentsitrust.com. Have the best possible experience with your biggest financial transaction. It's Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name kind of says it all. realestateagentsitrust.com. realestateagentsitrust.com.
1: It's Pat and Stu for uh, Glenn on uh, the Glenn Beck program. 888 beck uh, Again, yesterday, just more senseless killing. It's just so hard to process this. And really, you can't. You just can't understand it. Why, th- why this happens. People gather their families together, and show up at 6 or 7 in the morning with their lawn chairs and just try to enjoy a 4th of July parade, and then somebody starts shooting at them from from a rooftop. I I, I don't understand it. Uh, Apparently, this guy was known to law enforcement, which we've heard multiple times with these shootings lately. Uh, If they're known and nothing happens, I don't... What kind of laws are we going to enact that stop this? Other than reversing our entire system of justice, right? Like we could yeah. go with the Chinese
0: system where we arrest people when they look suspicious. And I will say that you do if, the future crime thing, yeah, if you, with if you minority had that report, you could do that. I mean, I will say if we had that law implemented and I saw this guy, I would have arrested him <laughs> because he looks as if he was about to wear a shirt that says I'm a future mass shooter. Uh, you look at a picture of this guy he looks the part but that's not how our society operates wait you can't just arrest somebody if they look the part yeah no that's not how this works (gasps) pat yeah Uh, now i don't know if that's been challenged in the supreme court Uh, we'll have to look into that I i don't know but i will say that this system of justice is better than the chinese one that is your Mm -hmm. other option though you can go more and more toward that direction you could start arresting people when they write scary things online or when they purchase a firearm you can prevent them from purchasing a firearm we can move toward that chinese system Mm -hmm. if we wish now we're gonna have to amend the constitution a bunch of times to get there so you know it's a lot of heavy lifting for the left but that seems to be what they want here they seem to be able to want to charge people with crimes before they commit them and unfortunately that's not that's not how this works now we may find Mm -hmm. out you said they were known to police
1: mm-hmm.
0: that that's that covers a wide range of things right mm-hmm. like it it could mean that this person you know bought the gun illegally because they were so well known to police they were barred from buying one we we may find that out at some point it's hard i will say over the since you in particular, uh in particularly i i have i have really i've really stopped jumping on the initial details <laughs> Sort of bandwagon. Because they're wrong so often. (laughs) They're wrong so often. And, you know, this is something that people have complained about for a long time. The media is terrible. Oftentimes, especially when the police have issues. And again, I'm a big supporter of the police. I think generally speaking, they do a very good job. But occasionally they don't do a great job. And when that happens, Mm -hmm. they tend to leak details to the media that backs up some other narrative that makes them look a little bit better. Uvalde being a really prime example of that. As they they were the heroes of the universe the day after that, and then not so
1: much and later not, on. Not so much. The more you know. we learned, the less hero of the universe they seemed. Yeah, it really and did turn around. Until quickly, They almost didn't it? seemed like the opposite of the heroes.
0: It did turn around quickly. Yeah, it did. So, but I I, I found myself fascinated watching the coverage of this because every newspaper in America, every big news website. Was talking about this and at some level it's understandable right like as you Mm -hmm. mentioned it's a terrible tragedy here you are every everybody in this audience probably went out to a a fourth of July event in the most innocent way and and want to just have a nice time with their family for 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 a place like this to have that disturbed with you know gunfire from the the rooftop of a building from some psychopath it's obviously incredibly notable right it is it's notable and tragic and awful And especially because so many people were going through that same sort of event this weekend, we should note that it didn't seem to happen anywhere else. This is one event and Mm -hmm. it was really, really bad, but the same time that they're talking about six shot or six dead and 30 mid thirties, I believe were the injury numbers, Mm -hmm. incredible unspeakable tragedy at the same time in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Nine people were shot and killed, and, and fifty-seven shot overall. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: This weekend in Chicago, With and it the happens strictest gun laws mm-hmm. in the country. And it happens in both places every
0: single weekend. Yeah. Every weekend this story comes out that nine dead, eight dead, twelve dead, six dead, seven dead, every weekend, mm-hmm. and they don't care about it at all.
1: They never mention it.
0: They never mention it. The only time they ever mention it is because Mm -hmm. you might bring it up and say, wait, what about all this violence in Chicago so that they can call you a racist? Right. Now, who's the racist here, Pat? If you seem to care only about the white people at the parade being shot and not about the black and Hispanic people in Chicago that get shot every weekend, who's the racist here? I know. I don't think it's us.
1: No, it is not. I actually do care about uh, the people who get shot. Which is why we bring it up. Yeah. We'd rather it not happen right. all the time in Chicago. Exactly. That or would be anywhere nice. else, for that matter. Yes. You know, there's a lot of cities where they suffer this way every week and every weekend. Baltimore, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Detroit, all of these cities are suffering with this same malady that Chicago does to one degree or another, and they don't care about any of it. They just keep doing the same Democrat policies. They just keep restricting guns. And it doesn't help at all. If it doesn't help in these areas where we see them employed, how is it going to help nationwide?
0: It's so ridiculous. They're going after hundreds of millions of guns that are legally owned by law-abiding citizens trying to micromanage their use. Mm Mm-hmm instead of going after you know a big a much bigger problem and i think one of the issues here is the reason why we talk about chicago and baltimore and these other big cities is not just because uh, democrats run them into the ground constantly although that i admittedly that's part of it <laughs> you know part part of it is mm-hmm. to highlight how bad these policies are and how well they work in practice which is terrible um, but it's not just that. It's also that, like, it's a much more sensible area to focus on. Like, it's really hard to stop one 22-year-old to get from getting one gun and going on a rooftop and firing at unarmed people in a crowd. Like, it's really hard to stop that. Yeah. It,
1: and the because, only way you
0: stop it is because, thankfully, most people don't want to do it.
1: Right. You know, that's it's just right. the truth. And, they, I mean he's known to law enforcement yep and yet he still got away with doing that right
0: right. in a state
1: where they have very
0: restrictive gun laws uh-huh and in an area that has very restrictive gun laws and it's just really really hard now that doesn't mean you don't try to stop it obviously we've talked about the mental health aspects uh stopping people with um with criminal histories and mental health uh factors from getting firearms is part of this focus that the the, the left and the right kind of agree on right like we should mm-hmm. we should stop those people from getting guns but like it's really difficult to do that and it's one of those things where you're talking about a an amount of people despite how much coverage it gets that die every year from uh, from these crimes it's almost impossible in a country of 330 million people to try to eliminate that entirely and to make any difference on that number you'd have to eliminate it entirely right like it's not like a crime where you shave. You, if you if you shave 20 percent off the amount of people who die in mass shootings every year well, that would be great and we want to do that but it would make no difference in the gun violence total that we're talking about all the time the way you can make a difference on those numbers are things like suicides Right. Preventing Mm -hmm. suicides is a is a is a is a really big pool of people who die from gun violence. And it's much easier to try to do something about that. Crime in inner cities is another one. That's where almost all this stuff happens. Almost all of it. Yet it gets almost none of the coverage. And how do you how do you explain that? I, you can if, if it was the left explaining i can guarantee you what they would say they would say it's racism you only care about mm-hmm. the white victims you don't care about the black victims that's what they would say that's what they say about missing kids all the time right yeah yep. whenever there's a uh, good-looking college girl that goes missing man that gets coverage from all the cable news channels but if it's you know an inner city uh a black male they never get any coverage and you know they say that all the time that would be the explanation for sure if this was the other way around if the left was the one no question. handling this, they would be critical of the media and say, "You don't care about the black victims; you only care about the white victims in the in the nice little suburbs who are going to their July Fourth uh, events. That's what you care about because of the color of their skin." Now, I, I don't, I don't think that that's the the reality here. I think you know there is something to do with that sort of crime of spectacle and this big flashy thing. But the problem with this is the reason why a mass shooting gets a lot of coverage is also the reason why they keep occurring because these psychopaths want this attention. Mm -hmm. And so giving it to them constantly, and we have not mentioned this person's name, nor will we giving them constant attention. Every time one of these things goes down does not help the situation. It makes it much worse and it doesn't help our overall problem with gun violence. It literally does everything it shouldn't and none of the things it should. Yet, this is the way it happens every time, Pat.
1: And that's why we're not playing his uh, diatribe, you, you know, the little video he, mm-hmm. he produced. I, I don't want to give him that satisfaction and that publicity. But he does have a rambling, weird video that he put out that kind of gave hints to what he might be planning to do here. Mm-hmm. And then he went out and did it. But I don't, I don't know how you stop it when you see, even if you see the video, even if law enforcement sees the video... Can you go arrest the guy because of what he said? He didn't clearly say, "I am going to go kill people at the Fourth of July parade." Maybe you could get him on a uh, terroristic threat at that point, but that's not what he did. So I don't, I don't know how you stop him, uh, even being known to law enforcement, unless he's committed some sort of crime. Right, and
0: really, what you could do is try to again convert this country into one that <laughs> that does not have innocence until proven guilt. Right, like that's yeah. what you can do. Right. You can try you can move that line. Now, red flag laws attempt to move that line. Right. That's what they are. And perhaps if you have some future crimes, their future crimes, and perhaps if you had, you know, like they're going to say, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember off the top of my head, the red flag law situation in Illinois. Uh, and I don't know if, you know, we don't know the details of this anyway. I mean, whether it was enacted or how it worked, we'll know, you know, within weeks, I'm sure. But the, the bottom line is, if you have someone who's off kilter and you report them, then maybe you could take their guns. Was this. But like, again, for, for how long are you delaying the inevitable here? You, if you haven't mm-hmm. committed a crime, all you're doing is delaying it, which is good. It's better than than, you know, it's better than not delaying it. But their trade off here of getting rid of our system of justice to attempt these things, knowing that 99.5% of the people caught up in these red flag laws will not have done anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just going to be, you're going to be essentially punishing people for nothing in almost all cases. That's how this works. And you, the farther you go down that line, the farther you go down the reversal of the relationship between innocence and guilt, the closer you get to places like China. And you can do it. Lots of countries do it. You can go live in one of them. They're they're wonderful. Flights are pretty expensive right now, but you can get there. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. I have a friend who went overseas uh, this past weekend, and they're still doing, it was, an, it was the first leg of this flight was eight hours. And then there was another five hour and another three hour, I think, after that. It was, you know, they're going to like Africa for some something that I'll never do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. And then I heard they have to wear <laughs> a mask the whole time. Oh, they're still masking
1: on these international what? flights. Really? Can you imagine? I can't. I can't I imagine. Can't so imma- like 13 hours, no. 15 hours? No. On a v- mask? No, no.
0: And I'm not then, doing it. By the way, an eight hour layover someplace in an airport where they oh. also have to be masked the whole time. Oh my god! Can you imagine? No. No, I can't do it. I can't. No, I can't do I it. I won't do it. No, I will. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do and it you get to without pay the a, mask. A massive price for that too. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. So how, congratulations! It's like, going to like Mount Kilimanjaro or something, and it's like, Jeez. that's probably an amazing experience to probably. talk about when you come home. And I gotta say, I think most of the questions are gonna be about the flights. Yeah,
1: not about the mountain. <laughs> <All> right. 727 seven B E C K. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Pat Gray, Stuber gear Pat and Stu for Glenn this week, triple eight, seven, two, seven B E C K. Something that uh, happened that can't happen. Cause it doesn't happen anywhere, but here, uh, there was a mass shooting in Copenhagen, uh, which is not in this country. I don't know if you're aware of that, but Copenhagen is not in the United States Not of Copenhagen, Texas. No, it's not. Copenhagen, Denmark. And uh, six, uh, three people were killed, multiple people shot and wounded at a mall in Copenhagen. So I, I think somebody's lying there because it doesn't happen in other countries. It only happens here. Hmm. As it did again on the 4th of July, of course. Uh, And there was another shooting, interestingly, but it involved police shooting a suspect.
0: Yeah, I just have to mention here on the Denmark thing, because people will say, well, yeah, one shooting. Mm -hmm. One. How many have you had in the the United States? 264 (laughs) this year alone. Oh, And we have to get into that because that's really a frustrating part. Oh, it is. Because I'm I'm getting sidetracked. But like the the Chicago shooting, Mm -hmm. right? What they love to do is ignore the fact that nine were killed and 57 shot in Chicago, uh, separate from the mass shooting that happened yeah. at the uh, in the, in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. They want to ignore that and only talk about the mass shooting. But they get to have things both ways because then they will include multiple incidents from Chicago over the weekend and call them yes. quote-unquote mass shootings and insert them into this number they keep building, which everybody who's looked at knows is ridiculous, but they keep doing it yes. anyway. Because they so they get the best part of both worlds. They get to blame guns for the incident and build their mass shooting numbers while completely ignoring that their own cities and their own policies are the places all of these things are occurring. Yes. Uh, It's fascinating.
1: And in the places with the strictest gun control in the country. Yes. Like Chicago. Fascinating.
0: Um, By the way, uh, six million people in Denmark. Okay, There's six million. We have mm -hmm. 330 million. So we have what Mm -hmm. 60 times almost as many people. So in theory, if all else was equal, which it's not, if all else were equal, you would expect to hear uh, about a shooting in Denmark approximately one sixtieth of the amount of time. Right. So when you do this and they do this all the time, they lean on things like, for example, New Zealand's per capita deaths from mass shootings are higher
1: than ours because they've had like three or four really bad ones I mean, despite two the really fact bad ones that they have taken guns from their yeah, citizens they have nothing. not only did they ban them they took them from those who had guns and, and I, the thing you're talking about is
0: probably the after the christchurch shooting which was this really terrible one that happened a couple of years ago mm-hmm. but they did the same thing after the previous mass shooting which christchurch was after Jeez. right they took yeah, away right. tons of guns the first time too right so, you know, I, we went through all of this. If you go to uh, Stu, Sue Does uh, America on YouTube, that we did a gun special. We went through all of the mass shooting numbers and, and showed all this data just to, to show that, like, because these things, I'll be honest, do feel like they happen a lot here. And it sucks. It they really do. does. It, it feels. Do. I mean, I talk to people who are big Second Amendment supporters and aren't talking about taking guns away, but still we're just, gosh, I can't believe this is happening. What do we do about it? And. That is a legitimate conversation. We should do something, whatever we can, within the bounds of the Constitution and our law and our traditions. Mm-hmm. We should we should do something. Um, on the other hand, we do have to realize you do not need to be terrified every time you go to a Fourth of July parade. Like, just statistically... Your chances are still... Your chances... Still... Every, think of how yeah. many people yesterday went to mm-hmm. this parade. I mean, like, like this is... a. Kind of a, a crazy. We probably way. had twenty parades just in the Metroplex, here. right? Oh yeah, at least, and nothing happened at any and of them. Nothing happened in any of them, right? uh it, You know, your chance if you went to, let's say, there's I don't know, I'm throwing. A, I did this with schools because it, this is the real number for schools. But there's a hundred and fifty thousand schools in the United States. Mm-hmm. Hundred and fifty thousand. The fact that you can name three incidents from the past, you know, ten years at schools, from Sandy Hook to Parkland to Uvalde or the three now obviously there've been other incidents in between but they've mm-hmm. you know smaller scale really huge three ones. massive scale incidents yeah. over a, a decade with 150,000 schools it number one highlights how impossible it is uh to stop right mm-hmm. it, th- how do you stop three incidents over a decade in 150,000 schools where kids are going to these schools 180 days a year it could happen on any at any of these schools uh, on any of these days, so fi- finding and stopping it, an incident like that is really, really hard. It's, it, you know, you can make it worse by some of the actions that it looks like the police did not take in Uvalde. But like, to actually mm. stop it is really difficult. Sometimes they do, and they do stop some of them. Um, but the same thing is with these Fourth of July parades. Then think about the actual parade. How many people went to that parade? 5,000, 10,000. Mm-hmm. We do have, we have six people dead, which is horrible. And I can't, it's hard to overstate how terrible it is. But it's also important to put in perspective. Even if you went to the parade, your chances of, uh, of, being, of shot, being shot were low. very low. Yeah. And even if you got shot, it seems like about 80% of people survived. So, yeah. I mean, like, It's important to put that stuff in perspective. It doesn't make it any better for the families. It doesn't make it any better. It doesn't mean we shouldn't try to stop it, but it is important to, to keep things in perspective and not live your life in constant terror, which is what the media seems to want you to do. Yeah. You know, like the chances of these things happening to you are much lower than you getting into a terrible car accident. Like I, there are other things to worry about that are much more prominent. Um, I went like three steps off of where we were going there. Uh, we were talking about the Co- Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Co- are we, have we settled on Copenhagen now? Because that's what I want. I'm staying on
1: Copenhagen. I, I'm not going to Copenhagen. You can call it Copenhagen <laughs> all you want in I the mainstream not. media. I'm not going there.
0: But it, so. it's true that like, yes, they have fewer events in Denmark than mm-hmm. we do. But that's also partially just because they don't have a lot of people. They also don't have a lot of racial strife mm-hmm. in Denmark. Because they're all, they're all they're the same all, race. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're all, they're all white people who have lived there for yeah. 75 centuries. And <laughs> honestly, like, it's so cold at times. You can understand why. Like, people are just like,
1: look, I don't want to go there. not even going outside, no. let alone shooting anybody. I'm not doing it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot yeah. of aspects that go, that go into that. There was another shooting. And again, this is the same type of thing where the media tries to convince all black people that they should be terrified of police because they are out on the hunt for you all the time. This is what police do. They wake up in the morning. They have donuts. Mm -hmm. This is the one thing we know about police officers. They have to have donuts. And after they have donuts, they walk around looking for black people to shoot at the streets for no particular reason. This is the narrative Mm -hmm. we get from the media all the time. This is what they do. So there's a case in Akron and they had a um, the guy's name was uh, Jalen J- uh, Walker and Jalen Walker was uh, was going to be pulled over for a traffic stop and of course the narrative is to just give you the summary in case you don't know the story if, and you wanted to read a media story guy um, was unarmed black man running from police was shot at about 60 times by police by police, mm-hmm. and you know what, this should not happen over a traffic stop pat no it this should not happen. no that's right traffic stop. no mm-hmm. it should not and it shouldn't i would agree you in fact you mm-hmm. are the king of traffic stops you've been pulled over fifteen thousand <laughs> times <laughs> since you moved to texas mm-hmm. it's never happened to you why because no. you're white white that's the only reason i'm white now i assume you did all the things that J- jalen walker did in this particular story and you just they just at the end said oh gosh Pat Gray, you're so silly. I can't believe you just drove away from us like this. But like so what happened was let me, let me tell you this sounds familiar to you in the way you deal with police All right. incidents yeah. when you get pulled over, Pat. okay Known speeder, Pat Gray. Mm-hmm. Uh Jalen Walker gets pulled over for a traffic stop. He then Was he speeding? Uh I don't know if he was speeding, honestly okay. on that part of the story. We're but he sure decides he feels apparently for some reason things might not go well. Now, maybe he's guilty of a crime. Yeah. Maybe Maybe he's just terrified of police officers. I don't know. Yeah. But he decides to uh, leave and not pull over and run from police in the car. Uh, So he's driving away from police. Okay. Uh, Then he eventually gets surrounded by police cars, pulls over again and then leaves again, somehow escapes the situation and uh, once again,
1: so far this speed. is really familiar i've done this okay. i don't know probably 15 20, 15, times. 20 times and never been yeah. shot at. never been shot amazing at. Mm-hmm. that white skin really gets you out of those it problems does. and so he then
0: escapes from cops uh while he's driving mm-hmm. he fires his gun out the window okay. now when it's logical when you are <laughs> being chased by police mm-hmm. and you fire a gun out the window yeah you have escalated this beyond just running from the police. You have now fired a weapon out the window. Now, we, to give the disclaimers here, this is what we're told, uh, you know, from the police. This is their justification, right? So mm-hmm. we should be skeptical uh, over these things as people are, you know, should be treated with skepticism, as we saw in Uvalde, right? Like at, t- at times you have to make sure, sometimes they don't tell the truth. Mm-hmm. However, in this particular case, there's no indication that they know the per- driver is black at this point. And the officer says it while they're driving. Okay, he just fired a gun out the window. Uh, We've shot we have a shot fired. This is before they've even had an interaction with him. So, it would be mm-hmm. really hard to come up with a situation in which like uh, they don't even know he's black yet uh, and they're planting this information before they even see him before they like it's just it would mm-hmm. be too much for any reasonable conspiracy theory. But I'll allow for the possibility anyway, because you never know in these situations. Eventually, he gets out of the car, decides to run from police. He gets out of the car on foot, runs from police, then turns around back toward police, mm-hmm. and they shoot him a bunch of times. Now, for some reason, the focus of this story is how many times they shot him. Once dead, does it really matter how many times you've been shot? I know <laughs> from watching many, many movies, Pat, mm-hmm. that you watch the movie and you you, they they shoot the bad guy and then they all start celebrating and hugging each other while the bad guy gets up slowly in the background. When, when you use a firearm, like that's what you're you're trying to disable the person who may be trying to kill you. Mm -hmm. And the police, after seeing this guy already fire a weapon, seemingly at them kind of had an indication he may be violent. Right. So when he turned to them, they fired him, they hit him a bunch of times. I, I mean, look, if they shot him and he was dead and then they walked up to him and shot him a thousand more times, there would be criticism to to be uh, put on the police officers. Though it wouldn't change the outcome, it wouldn't make it more tragic. He was
1: already dead. Well, but then he was mega dead. Maybe Then he right. was, mega, he was dead. Mega, Doppler dead. mega Doppler dead. Mega Doppler dead. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. that sounds. bad. And that's that's bad. that's bad. That's bad. Yeah.
0: You don't want that. But like, w- there are times where math comes into play here, and let me walk people through the math if they're not familiar with this. Did particular they not find the gun on calculus. him? when they shot they did not they but that's the argument from the lawyer he was unarmed at least that's what they're saying he Uh was unarmed well an unarmed guy firing a weapon out the window i don't that doesn't compute to me Mm. okay here's the math of the situation though this is advanced level calculus pat if you do x y and x and y z often occurs if you run from police if you fire weapons at police if instead of falling down on the ground and putting your hands behind your back, you turn back toward police during a chase, mm-hmm. oftentimes you will get shot. Yeah. The color of your skin is not material to that equation. And be well, disproportionately, look at the actual numbers. I'm not going to bother breaking them down for you. That's a nonsensical argument that isn't true about i mean this is you know from criminologists an african-american criminologist who went through the numbers and said actually it looks like white people are more likely to get shot in these incidents so don't don't even bother with that nonsense but the bottom line is you can't you should not do those things the police may have acted improperly maybe we will find out they didn't fire a weapon and they had some big conspiracy against this guy if that's true obviously none of this applies but either way you don't run from police, you don't turn back toward them uh, when they are asking you to get down on your knees, you certainly do not fire weapons at them out of a, a speeding car.
1: Wasn't that a Chris Rock uh, sketch at one time? <laughs> I think you're right. I, I think he talked about that. I think you're right. <laughs> How I'm not going to use the words pull you over. he used yeah, but, uh, to recreate it. <laughs> no, but but yes, I think you're right. Yeah. You know, I, and you might look into that and listen to that for pretty good safety tips. You know, he was being funny, but it was a good safety tip what he was trying to tell everybody um you know just don't act like that don't run from police don't shoot at police and then chances are better that you're not going to get shot yeah you might not eliminate every
0: single bad outcome because sometimes police do act terribly sometimes Mm -hmm. they just act inappropriately and wrong not based Mm -hmm. on race but just yeah handle a situation terribly or poorly or maybe they're corrupt or maybe they're violent who knows does happen mm-hmm.
1: but you're going to eliminate 99.9 percent <laughs> of the stuff yes, you are if you just don't act like that 888-727-BECK patent Stu for glenn on the glenn beck program you're listening to the best of the glenn beck program Newsom, apparently, uh, preparing himself to run for president of the United States. He's, of course, governor of California right now. And it looks like he's got uh, some ambition to maybe be the president. You know, and it, up until this point, uh, we asked many times, like, who do they have? Their benches so bad. Uh, they've got nobody. What are they, going back to Hillary? Al Gore? Who? Uh, Richard Gephardt. Maybe Richard Gephardt can be their nominee. Still? It's still Richard (laughs) Gephardt. It's still still Richard Gephardt. Probably their best guy on their bench. But, you know, if if you're not going to run the president, the incumbent, if he's not going to run, Kamala Harris is not really appetizing to Democrats, I don't think, but Gavin Newsom, maybe it might be. uh, He might be the one that they turn to. Uh, Anyway, he's starting to run ads in other states, including Florida. Here's what he uh, ran in Florida.
0: It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state.
1: Republican leaders, they're banning books making it harder uh, to vote, no, restricting not. speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. Criminalizing you, women? women what Florida the hell is that a lie? Fight,
0: it's a lie. Or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom. Freedom of uh-huh. speech, freedom sure. to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Is Don't let them take <laughs> your freedom. Uh, uh, Ugh.
1: I can't take it.
0: This I, is fascinating, I can't, though, take it. as a tactic. Uh, now, Gavin Newsom is terrible. He is a, he's been a terrible governor for the state of California and has done an mm-hmm. awful job there. And what's fascinating about it is he, you know, this is, he—you uh, know—this he's not good at really, I don't think he's good at anything. I, I guess he's good at, you know,
1: sleeping with his friends' wives. Other than that, I don't know what he's good at. <laughs> I mean, he's famously uh, disobeying his own orders during a pandemic. Oh, yeah, Maybe he's good that? at that. He is good at that. Yeah, he's good
0: at he's that. He's good at getting good, good, good I mean, some good restaurant reservations uh, when, when it, no one else is allowed
1: to have them. But He's able banning to books? What the? What books did they ban in Florida? They didn't ban any books. They they made it so that you couldn't discuss uh, alternative sex or any sex or any sex mm-hmm. for that matter to first in, graders in first grade in first grade through third, I think it was. Yeah, kindergarten through third, I think it was. Jeez, come on! I mean, it's so ridiculous banning books, restricting speech, making it harder to vote. Really? No, they're not. Let's go to Delaware and find out how hard it is to vote where they don't even have early voting. They don't even have it. You can vote on one day. One. So. So ridiculous. And then criminalizing women and doctors. Nobody is talking about criminalizing women. No one. Well, wait a minute. (laughs) I am I am talking
0: about it. I, I am talking about it, Pat. I'm going to be honest with you. I am talking about criminalizing women. When women commit crimes, they're criminals. <laughs> what, what do you mean criminal They're not criminalized because they're women. They're, they're
1: criminalized because they commit crimes. Now, that's supposedly an abortion. He's thing, trying to refer obviously. to abortion,
0: and there, you're, as you point out, Pat, there's really there was a big article in the New York Times this weekend about the four people who are pushing for, uh, uh, you know. Uh, Locking women away women. Be, yeah, locking away women who want to have abortions.
1: Are there four? I i, I don't know. That's what they claim. That seems like I, too
0: many. Look, you know, that wow. I guess, it, and it's true, it's been like because Roe versus Wade was this big barrier, right? This mm-hmm. big, this big thousand foot wall that essentially, while we could have these conversations about the nuances of abortion policy, you weren't able to implement any of it. So it was kind of a non starter. Mm-hmm. Now that wall's gone. And so now the pro life movement which has always had many, many shades, people who were very, very restrictive, some people who were just like, hey, we need to limit it at 15 weeks, whatever. Like The pro-life movement has always encompassed a really wide variety of people and opinions on that side of the argument. Well, you're going to see some, I think, separation there. They're going to see some people who are really restrictive and some people who are uh, think that's going too far and that's going to have to shake itself out in the movement. It's why you have different states and different laws. Again, I don't think that's the this particular issue is a good application of our federalism uh, and our uh, our tradition of federalism in that I think protecting life is more important uh, than that. And I do believe it should be. I, you know, I believe I support and would support and think Republicans should pursue a constitutional amendment outlawing abortion. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, they're not going to get it through, but mm-hmm. b- b- that doesn't make a difference to me. It should be proposed every single year. Mm-hmm. Every single year. Keep proposing it until somebody does something about it. But that being said, uh, you know, you have a, a a situation here where someone like Gavin Newsom is going to try to present this information like it's some terrible thing that's going on in Florida when half of his residents moved there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you, lost. the state is emptied out to go to Florida and Texas and other places.
1: Last year alone, they lost a net 367,000 people. Yeah. To Florida, to Idaho, and to the, Texas. And the person who should be most excited about
0: that is Gavin Newsom because those people weren't there to vote against him in his recall. Right. Right? Like if those yeah. people had stayed, he might not be in office. Yeah. So and it's fascinating what has happened with Gavin Newsom because of the recall, which is a typical dumb tactic by the media, and a lot of people are falling for it, which is like basically like they are saying Gavin Newsom's strong. He he won this his recall election easily. Mm-hmm. Is it all that impressive, guys, that a Democrat in California <laughs> could survive? A mm. recall by what is essentially eight percentage points. I think it was, I think he won fifty-eight forty-two. if I'm remembering right. It was somewhere around there. And, and they're like, well, I won by 16 points. Yeah, but if eight, there's only two ways to go. So if 8% of the people changed their mind, it would have been tied or, you know, it would have maybe uh, tipped over to the recall side. Now we know the dynamics of that election and that like Larry Elder, a guy that we like, and he's a, mm-hmm. he's a good conservative. Not exactly the flavor of, of Republican that would necessarily win a statewide election no. easily. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. is a guy who's essentially a Democrat. right? And look, I think those guys suck. Yeah, you know, I think Very Arnold Schwarzenegger so. st- sucks, but he yeah. still like that's the type of candidate that may have been able to win there.
1: Well, when he says, screw your freedom. Yeah, th- that sucks. <laughs> that That's yeah. Gavin Newsom. That's Houston, a guy but, who sucks. Yeah, that guy sucks. But like, <clears throat> is it all that impressive? No,
0: like you shouldn't uh, the fact that they were able to come up with the with the uh, amount of energy against Gavin Newsom to get the recall done in the first place. It's only the Mm -hmm. second time in recent history it's happened. Then you have a situation where that was was pretty amazing to start with. Then he was pushed to the brink. Yeah. By Larry Elder. Right. Who, again, is a guy I like, but is a talk show host. Right. And his, you know, and is uh, has never served in electric elect, elected office, and is also very conservative. Something that I think would be a real great thing for California, but the California voter typically does not agree with. And remember, just a few weeks before this election, it looked as if Larry Elder really had a chance to win. Like it was mm-hmm. very close. Polls were showing it only a couple points. Now he extended that lead by a couple points. He did what he had to do in a bad situation. You can give him that. But like. It's not like this was some great achievement here. No. Yeah, you know, he won in California, a state that had already voted for him. He was able to hold on to the election and not get removed from office. <laughs> it's like saying, like, ah, oh, Donald Trump survived that uh, that uh, impeachment vote. That's a great, you know, like, that shows he's super strong. Well, I mean, it shows he did what he had to do against the impeachment vote.
1: But, like, none of the media was saying, oh, this shows the strength of Donald Trump. Like, that's not what happens. And what's great in California is they have the freedom to pay $7 a gallon for gasoline and about a million dollars for a thousand square feet of home space. You know, I've got a 1,200 square foot home and I have the freedom to pay $1.5 million for that. I mean, it's outrageous what's happening in California. You can't afford to live there. If you're any kind of if you have any sort of normal salary, you're making fifty or sixty thousand dollars. There's no way you can buy a home in California. Yeah, you can maybe get a, sh- a shack. You can maybe rent a shed, uh, but you're not gonna you're not gonna buy a home when you're making fifty thousand dollars in California. No, no that's not. Uh, I mean, I remember there was a time. I, I
0: don't remember. Uh, this is a while ago, but it was if you were making the minimum salary as a player for the San Francisco Giants, you couldn't afford the average home.
1: I remember that. And I don't in know. In San Francisco. Yeah, in San Francisco. Was, yeah, too expensive. Too expensive to afford. The, you would not qualify for and that was a mortgage. Like, wasn't it a seven or $800,000 salary they were talking about? Yeah,
0: yeah. maybe at the time it was 600000 I, something like that for a minimum. Geez. It's incredible. And we should also point out that Gavin Newsom, when he was mayor of San Francisco, I referenced it. Briefly here but it's important to remember How crazy this was mm-hmm. He slept with like his best friend's wife Oh that's right It wasn't yeah. like just some some affair that. It was like his best friend's wife Who he hired under him as a staffer that's right. And then slept with the staffer. He's a douchebag. Oh, he's a terrible human being in, in so many ways. And this is probably the smallest of them. Who am I to judge? I'm just saying he's going to burn in the fires of hell. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're not judging. Uh, I'm not judging. You're him. just saying no. one little thing about yeah, his just future. Yeah, one thing. He's going to burn in the fires of hell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, what happened to the Me Too movement here? Yeah. You know, she has come out and said, well, it's not really Me Too. I was 33 years old. I knew what I was doing. And like, that's mm. an acceptable thing for a Republican to say, right? Like a Republican, the Republican side of the argument is, you know, women actually have agency and can make decisions of their, of their own. <laughs> yeah. But Democrats and, have that power dynamic thing. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. They say like when, you know, a celebrity mm. sleeps with some underling, uh, they say it, it can't be consensual because a power there's a power dynamic there i remember they said that with louis ck when he when he had his situation going on and he you well, know, he was so powerful you couldn't right? this could is not go against his will right you couldn't this was their argument like there was some comedian that came out and said like you know his thing was <laughs> i don't want to get into the details here but his thing was basically uh pleasuring himself while women while were others present, watched right yeah Again, I I think he asked for permission. Did not. And asked for permission, and they said yes. They didn't leave. (laughs) They
1: said, "Yeah, sure." Which they could have left. Which
0: they could have left, except for the power dynamic. Right. So they said yes, and they sat Mm -hmm. there and endured the spectacle. Yeah. And the reason why it was a Me Too violation was because he was a powerful comedian, and I guess would control their comedy careers if they did not say yes which is complete nonsense And wasn't one of them on the phone There there was one of those cases It was there, on the phone
1: There's one Hang of the cases Hang up
0: Yes where the, the 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 me too Hang complaint up. against Louis C. K was that he was on the phone with her with a woman yeah. and she believed that he was uh touching himself while they were on the phone He didn't say he was or <laughs> or, or like rec- like I don't know I Hey, he, do you she, mind if I... I don't know. I, I don't no, know how to explain
1: this. I don't think he did. He, I don't think he no, got he permission on that one. No,
0: he. if he was doing it, which we don't know we if he was, know. and she didn't know, but she, see, I guess it sounded like he was. <laughs> Just again, mm-hmm. I don't want to think about the details. The point being here that their entire complaint for eradicating this guy's career was the power dynamic. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, Gavin Newsom, who is the mayor of San Francisco, he takes a, a direct staffer and sleeps with her, which also happens to be the her best friend's wife. Was this his best friend's wife? Excuse me,
1: Kimberly Guilfoyle. Was he married to her no, at the time? No, no. This
0: was. Uh, I mean I, You know, I don't remember. I think he was married at the time too. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember. I'll have to go he was back at one point
1: married to Fox. Well, former Fox uh, anchor Kimberly Guilfoyle. Mm, okay, but which is again <laughs> strange. I, I people tell me that he's a very
0: good-looking man. Yeah, and you know, he looks to me like American Psycho. If you've, you know, if, and I guess, I guess he was a good-looking guy in that movie. He did murder a bunch of people too, but uh, part of the charm. What are you perfect? Are you perfect, Stu? You know, I'm not. I've made <laughs> yes, my share of mistakes. Th- okay. Well, then... Now, none of them happened to be you know, putting tarps down in my apartment <laughs> and brutally slaughtering people while listening to you Lewis in the news. <laughs> really? You haven't well, done that? That wasn't my particular okay. mistake, but we all, all right, have well, our
1: struggles. That's right. You exactly know? what I'm saying. That's exactly and, what I'm and saying. And Gavin
0: Newsom has his that may or may not be the same as the character in american psycho we
1: don't know we don't know we're not with him at all times i wouldn't have predicted he'd sleep with his best friend's wife either either you know i would not either
0: i would now (laughs) i certainly wouldn't bring my wife around him now right but back then it would be probably surprising probably was surprising to his best friend Mm -hmm. who's by the way i don't know if i mentioned he slept with his best friend's wife (laughs) <laughs> and who is a direct staffer of his. But we should overlook that. Yeah. Because of the great job he did on COVID,
1: question mark? Well, look, it doesn't have anything to do with the presidency. It doesn't mean he can't be a good president. Mm, that's right. It's his personal life. All right. It's, it's per- his personal well, actually, life.
0: The, the eat, dining out in the middle of the COVID restrictions, not really his personal life. No. <laughs> no. But the
1: girlfriend thing. That's, yeah. That's, that's personal. No